This is part one of Secret Winning Strategies to Building a Seven-Figure Business. Welcome to the Digital Selling Secrets Podcast. In this episode, Megan DeMartino and the Digital Selling Secrets Podcast discuss how to build and sell a seven-figure business. So if you want to pick the right business idea, understand the secrets to getting to seven figures and sales, and sell your business once it reaches seven figures, tune in now. In this episode, you'll discover the right process to setting up your business for growth, how to scale your business, how to find the right clients, how to build a team, how to outsmart your competition, and how to find a buyer for your business. Megan DeMartino is a serial entrepreneur and accomplished author who has grown three seven-figure businesses. Megan's niche is in the health and beauty industry, but the principles shared in this episode should be applied to any business. Megan is also the author of Amazon bestseller, Hope and Possibilities. More information about Megan can be found at www.megandemartino.com. That's M-E-G-A-N-D-I-M-A-R-T-I-N-O.com. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, B2B Digital Selling Secrets. Level up your digital selling skills and receive a free copy of Amazon bestseller, B2B Digital Selling Secrets, by going to www.b2b, that's the number two, b2bdigitalsellingsecrets.com. You only pay for shipping. But the reality is we're human and when we're on social media and we're only seeing the highlight reel, when something human pops up, something relatable, something vulnerable, that builds trust. Then what I have to do is offer them something that has a high enough perceived value to overcome their desire to not get pitched or spammed or bothered or annoyed. I have to go on a gut level first and foremost, what sells me? How do we take some of the repetitive, quote-unquote, bureaucratic tasks out of the hands of the rep and automate those to free up time for them to spend selling? How can we create a place where it's positive, where there's nothing but motivation, education, and inspiration, and how can we do it consistently? Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining the Digital Selling Secrets Podcast. On this podcast, we talk about sales, leadership, and digital transformation, and we have another very special guest on our show this morning. But before we get into that, I'd like to introduce our co-host, Jerry Manicro, and our special guest, Megan DiMartino. And Megan is a serial entrepreneur. She's built multiple seven-figure businesses. Obviously, that's a huge milestone for any entrepreneur. And she's going to talk about how she grew those businesses, how she found clients, and how she ultimately sold those businesses. So it's going to be a really awesome show this morning. And first off, Megan, I'd like to thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you, gentlemen, for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Megan, just to kick things off, could you uh, just kind of share a little bit about your background and how you got started in entrepreneurship? Well, first, uh, I think if you really look into most entrepreneurs, most have a background of uh, their DNA, their fertilizer, as I call it. So my dad was an entrepreneur. He was a creator and of uh, products uh, in the uh, paper industry. And I saw him create from a young child. And so it just was part of my DNA. And as I mo my mom said, I'm more like uh, the four children uh, uh, to my dad because of my vision and creativity. So I would say that was the essence. But then from there, that, you know, that uh, passion of creativity never stopped. 
that's that seems like it's so common among very successful entrepreneurs such as yourself is is having that almost like a some guidance from your your parents and your upbringing just kind of and then of course you you have that just natural um desire to build things to grow to you know build a business versus um you know the more traditional route of of, of working for a, a company um well, I know we can't go into all the details because we have 20, minute, 20 minutes this morning. We can't go into all the details of every intricate facet of your business. But can you kind of give us a high level, um, just some guiding principles for those entrepreneurs out there that want to get to seven figures? They have an idea. They're just starting out. Or maybe they're, you know, they've been in business a little while and they're making a little bit of traction. How do they, they – take that idea and grow it to seven figures? What are some things you've learned uh, throughout your businesses? I think that most importantly um, is that, again, you have to stay with your focus because if you go all over the place, it's never going to happen. As Napoleon Hill uh, first said, that's who I first heard, you have to burn those bridges, be, uh, burn the boats rather. And so not burn the bridges, burn the boat. Because if you just begin and then say, oh goodness, this is too hard, this is too intricate, this is too whatever, you will stop and you will never get to that end goal line. So it really is to begin, build and sustain. And you have to have that passion regardless of what pandemic hits you because it is going to happen regardless, you know that. Um, and we have a major one that's affecting the world, but I've had throughout my business careers or career, many things happen and I just stayed focused on the goal at hand, which was to build this business. So you start with that passion place, you then begin and you build and then you have to sustain it through whatever. And of course it is, um, like you uh, said, Gary, it's building that relationship with the client. But you know, the most important thing I can say to someone is that uh, who has a vision of building their own business, it is that you uh, have to build people and people will build your business. And so it is building that team. I have, uh, you know, when I was a young woman, I was 26, I guess, I had just had a child and I, my background is in the fashion industry in New York. I live in Texas. I moved to Texas in 87 for a job with Alcon Laboratories because by that point I said I was going to build a skincare brand. You know, it was just in me and I had worked for other companies. And so I took that job to basically uh, be surrounded by very sophisticated chemists. Um, and then from there, I stayed for about five years and then left and started my first brand. But I want to go back to this first entrepreneurial venture. Um, I needed a car and I needed money. And I had just had a child and I lived in the country in Connecticut. And I was like, what am I going to do? Well, I was playing tennis to keep sane. And I uh, was invited to a Tupperware party. And I said, what do you make doing this to the gal that was uh, doing the party? And she said, I'll have my manager call you. Well, the manager went over the basics and then said that managers would like she received Ford LTD station wagons. I'm dating myself there. But bottom line is I said, I'm not interested in plastic bowls, but I'm interested in that car. But I had an epiphany. And most entrepreneurs have this moment. I had an epiphany as I did was doing this. It wasn't about me being the greatest salesperson, which I did fine, but I built an amazing team. 
And I learned then that that was my purpose. My purpose is to build, build that team and that team will build your business. So with my skincare brand, my first brand, Glycolique, which I launched in 92, Pioneer and Glycolic Acid, I found a niche. It was, I was one of the pioneers, truly, not only in glycolic acid result, but result-oriented skincare. And then my, I saw that I, that was my first seven uh, figure business. In those days, guys, the own, there were two channels of sale, very different today. It was wholesale and brick and mortar. There was no website, no internet, no Facebook, nothing. And so I had worked in the both arenas, but my background uh, prior to starting my own business was wholesale. So I uh, launched this line and sold it through wholesale beauty distributors. And then I, that was my first sale and I sold it to the lab that uh, made the products. And then I worked for them for a couple of years contractually and then started Novita. Novita means new birth, new life, always something new. So I expanded the first brand Glycolique and then built that and then in 2005 opened a, again in that same arena of wholesale uh, to uh, B2B basically distributor to business but then trained them on how to sell and build client base doing a lot of consulting. So then I started my own spa which again was very unique in that it, it looked like, felt like, smelled like a luxury day spa which it was but it also was a clinical medical skincare wellness spa. I call it a hybrid because it looks like, feels like a luxury day spa. It is, but it also is about true results giving the guest value, but all along building that team. So right now I'm building a course called the, uh, the Million Dollar uh, Spa uh, master's program by me and that can actually be morphed into any type of small business but I'm going to initially start with the spa industry to help others build businesses and that will be done in a couple of months I'm working on that right now but I hope that answered your question but again you have to have a product but you have to have that passion and then you have to build a team and that team will build that business with you. It's not that you're not part of it. You know, I mean, I call myself the chief cook and bottle washer, meaning I'm there doing anything that needs to be. But then why did this person in the middle of a pandemic knock on my door and say, I'd like to talk to you about buying your business? Because it had uniqueness, it had a reputation. Um, by the way, in April, during the middle of all of this, um, Austin Women Magazine, very prestigious um, publication, uh, nominated me in their Women's Way Award. Um, and uh, I did win, and the uh, category was product innovation. But what was interesting about it was um, when we talked about the, with them, uh, when I talked to the gal that was, um, you know, kind of behind the scenes, I said product innovation, but it says Novita Spa and Medical Rejuvenation Clinic. And she said, Megan, it's the hybrid meaning the product back to the, the uh, structure of luxury day spa, clinical, medical, and wellness. 
So it's, it's, you know, a type of thing that you always have to look in your market and continue to grow. And so in 2019, I added regenerative stem cell therapy. Why did I do that? Because I needed a knee replacement, had stem cell and have a new knee. So I said, man, I've got to figure out if I can bring this to our patients, so to speak, because we're a medical spa as well. I'm a medical director, you know, do fillers and Botox and uh, laser facials and body contouring. But I, so my, um, uh, you know, insurance agent said, yeah, it fits well. And so I found an affiliate program and we were off to the races. And so um, the other dynamic though, as I said, service, result true results and value and uh that regenerative piece we opened back up may 18th uh, from being closed for two months and um the regenerative piece is skyrocketing why because people don't want elective surgery right now and so you know it's it's such a uh, dynamic of what i'm saying to your guests your uh your viewers it is such a dynamic thing there you i hope i'm gleaning the information you want uh but it is really most importantly guys you have to in your heart know what you want to do it's that clarity that you know that conviction that courage that uh and then then start because if you don't start as I said, I could bore you with my own personal pandemics and mistakes I've made because I don't know any person that has been successful that has not had failure. You learn through those. You'd like to learn from other people's failures. And as time goes on, that's where mastermind comes in. You can't do it alone. I mean, there's so many things, you know, so many dynamics to share with you. But again, it's it's about that passion. And but I understood early early on, which was a blessing, that my purpose is to help others, to help others. I'm talking about not the, the client, which is absolute, but the team, because you build that team and they build your business. And so you must um, hire smartly uh, and, you know, uh, hire slow and fire fast, as they say, you know, but I have what's called the master's program. That's what this course is about. And um, as an aesthetician, I am one, but uh, my point is that who I hire, they have to commit that for six months, they will not even get into the room. And that might sound ridiculously ridiculous, but the bottom line is they have to work as a spot coordinator to learn the philosophy, the culture, obviously the structure of the services uh, that we do and during those six months they're in training, but they have to own it. I've not had one person join that master's program over these 15 years say, boy, that was a waste of time. They all have turned around within the first couple of weeks and said, I had no idea how little I knew. So it is about helping them be successful and then supporting them through that. But my definition of spa is a special pampering attitude. And it's not sprinkling fairy dust. It's that constructive structure with the front desk to the whole team, to the spa uh, attendant. Everyone works as a team together to create true results and offering value.